Hello, it's Christy from Retail Bliss. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's audio broadcast. Um, on this week's broadcast, we're going to be talking about how to use product pre-orders for your e-commerce store. Um, so we'll dig into that just in a little bit. But just before we get started, I just want to say sorry. That's so Canadian of me to apologize um, for being MIA. I haven't sent out an email newsletter since July for Retail Bliss. Um, it's just been really busy, to be honest. So Encircled's grown quite a bit. We added in June or July, I guess in between those two, I added four staff um, and we're hiring another person right now. Um, and the business is growing a lot. And we're having actually one of those problems that people say is like kind of like a champagne problem, I guess. I think that's the right term um, where it's like a good bad problem so basically we don't have enough production to meet our demand um so say what it is but we can somehow fill some like gaps but we can never really seem to catch up to anything which is just really frustrating um as you guys may know we use all made in toronto production and honestly there's just not that much infrastructure left here for apparel manufacturing so our next plan is to go to montreal which is a bigger apparel hub um, and then my goal next year is to potentially make, create my own in-house manufacturing uh, facility because obviously there's more demand than supply. If everybody's always asking us for apparel referrals and we're asking other people, there's obviously a lot of something out there. Um, so there's that going on. Um, and that's one of those good, bad problems, right? Because like you have people wanting your product, which is amazing, but you can't supply it. And basically what happens is, at least at Encircled, we create a wait list and then we'll go out to the wait list and email them when we have a confirmed in stock date. And that is a pre-order. So that's exactly what we're talking about today. And let's get started. So if you are like me and you're running a business where you are outstripping your your supply, your demands outstripping your supply, um, a pre-order may be appropriate or perhaps you're looking for a way to finance the production of your products or maybe you have something really innovative that you want to create a lot of buzz about that you're launching. Um, pre-orders can be really great for all those things um, and when used properly pre-orders can create a lot of excitement for your customers, a feeling of exclusivity and really smooth your cash flow and backfill inventory issues. Um, so for those of you who've never done a pre-order I'm going to start with the basics. What is a pre-order? So a pre-order is basically offering something for sale on your website that is not currently in stock, but that you know will be in stock at a certain date. So ideally you're producing it, not like conceptually. I think the danger comes into um, some campaigns, pre-order campaigns when it's way too conceptual. Um, so pre-orders are really inspired by crowdfunding sites like Kickstarter and Indiegogo where it's much more common to have like a really far out delivery date. So a lot of these places have very conceptual ideas and some of them aren't even really that tested. Um, I've seen a lot of campaigns. Um, one I remember a while ago, probably like, oh man, it was probably like four years ago when I first started Encircled. I was looking for to see if there's any competitive products to our Chrysalis Cardi, which is this eight way to wear piece. And I found this one that was just finished a Kickstarter. 
Um, but it was different. Like we used snaps and they're hand sewn. It was stretched jersey. And this person was using buttons on like organic cotton. And it was just a very different concept. It was theirs had pockets and it was just, it was very much more, I guess, campy or whatever. But anyways, at the time they were one of the highest funded Kickstarters, um, out there. I think they raised like, I don't know the exact number. I think it was like $80,000 or something. Now Kickstarters honestly raised like $5 million. It's so crazy. I think there was a backpack or something that did like, or it's like travel hoodie that had a hood that blew up into a air pillow that raised like $30 million or something crazy like that. So now it's like much more <laughs> lucrative. But anyways, um, I remember these people launched this product and I found it through my Google adventures when I was looking up the Cardi and they didn't deliver it until almost a year later. And at the time I was pre-researching my product and I actually got my product out before theirs. So that is like kind of what you don't want to do. You don't want to just have a pre-order and deliver it a year later uh, for a variety of reasons, but obviously in some jurisdictions it's illegal. Um, but more so, it just causes a lot of frustration for your customers. Um, pre-orders have been used in the music industry um, and, and gaming industry for a really long time. So I think you'll find it pretty common, like pre-order that Taylor Swift album, pre-order that you know, Xbox video game. Um, that is really, really common. So I have some examples on the blog if you want to check it out, retailbliss.ca. You can see what kind of... Um, what some examples of like a pre-order page look like and a collection page and a product page. Um, but basically a pre-order works this way. So you promote the product, you have a marketing plan, you drive people to your site, a customer goes online and purchases it, typically on the product page or the collection page. It will clearly state the ship date, availability, and how pre-orders work, ideally. So like explaining exactly to customers like, when will the ship, like what are the terms, like when will my credit card be charged, et cetera, et cetera. When can I cancel my order if I want to cancel? All those things are important to outline to avoid future battles with customers. Um, and then, you know, basically they add it to their cart, um, they check out, and you either, there's a couple options, but the most popular ones are you charge their credit card immediately. Mm. Or you can do an authorization on their credit card and then charge it when it ships. Um, the latter can be a little dangerous because sometimes people like cancel credit cards and the authorization is only valid for five days. So if you have a pre-order that's pretty far out, it can be a bit of a challenge. Um, at Encircled, we actually charge the credit card, which comes with its own challenges because sometimes people don't like that. Um, but also it bounds us by the law, at least where we are, to deliver the product within 30 days of the date of the charge. Um, and generally, we've never gone above that, but um, definitely something to take into consideration. So pre-orders can definitely be an efficient way to grow your business online without taking additional investment um, or to test market a product. Um, so when you're thinking about pre-orders, um, you should really like think about it from the customer experience perspective. So you need to really clearly explain, as I talked about, like what a pre-order is, like what does it entail, what are all the like frequently asked questions around pre-orders, and put those somewhere very visible, whether it's on the product page or with a link to another page, with all that detail, um, make it really easy for the customer to understand. Although I'd say most customers are becoming more comfortable with the idea of pre-orders, it's still not totally codified in society, so you do have to explain it. Um, 
and I think your product page is probably the best place to do that. So um, I've seen some product pages with, instead of add to cart, they have the word pre-order where the add to cart button is. That's pretty cool, I think. Um, I think it's also essential that you have somewhere on your product page exactly when it's gonna ship, either a range or a specific date. Um, and then also I think it's it would be cool to have something on the graphic that would reaffirm that. So like whether it's a banner or something like that in the corner, it doesn't have to be super obtrusive um, that shows like ships September 30th or something like that. Um, just to reaffirm that it's a pre-order. Um, we don't do it anymore, but we used to do like more darker photos for pre-orders on Encircled. We now just have like a kind of flag thing on it. Um, the darker photos are fine. They just aesthetically, I guess they looked a little different on the website, which is good or bad. Um, one thing we do do is change the product name to include pre-order in it. And the reason we do that in Circled is because um, I want it to show up on the customer's order confirmation email um, and shipping notice. And that's one of the only ways you can get that to happen without using another app. Because um, I want people to remember, oh yeah, I pre-ordered that. I forgot about that. Um, so yeah, I have an example of a, I think it's called Yuzefi. It's a handbag brand from the UK of their pre-order page, which I think is okay. It's not great. It's decent. Um, but I really like their pre-order button. I think that really tells the story. Um, so really with the elements I think about when I'm creating a pre-order is there's three things. So how are you going to generate excitement and buzz across all your channels for your pre-order? How are you going to make it clear um, when the product will ship and what the terms are? And then three, how are you going to keep in continuous communication with the customers who do pre-order to make sure that it's a good experience? So all of those three things I think are super important. Um, let's just touch base on each of them quickly to tell you kind of my point of view on where you can kind of, you know, pivot or how you can be more successful in each of these. So the first one, generating an excitement and buzz cross-channel. So I think this needs to start pretty early on. So if you are going to pre-order stuff, it's important to like kind of tease your audience about it a little bit. So one thing we do at Encircle that creates this is we have a coming soon page. So we have a page where we put basically any product that's conceptual basically so like something we know is coming down the pipeline we may not have an exact price or whatever but we have like a range and we put that on that page and there's a link to sign up for our newsletter so we start to build our wait list there um and then obviously if we have an existing product we'll capture email addresses if the size or color is out of stock for them as well um and we'll start pre-promoting it on our social media channels and giving sneak peeks behind the scene of us cutting the garment or you know, testing it or doing some fit analysis or something like that. Um, so it's important to really start early and to involve your potential customers in the process. Social media is a great way to do that or your email newsletter because people start to feel much more invested when they're part of it. So even asking people like, what color should I make? Like, do you like this style best or this one? Like, it's a great way to include customers in the product development process. Um, the second thing I want to talk about is obviously we touched on it a little bit, but making it clear on your product page when the product will ship, etc. So never pre-order something when you have no idea when it will ship. That is like just a slippery slope and super dangerous. So my rule of thumb is to always make sure you have a confirmed ship date 
It could move, so you want to be like generous and budgeting time around it, but you want somewhat of a confirmed um, ship date to be able to put on there because I think otherwise it's just too reckless and you can really hurt your brand by pre-ordering a bunch of stuff and then never delivering it. Um, so the third thing I want to talk about is continuous communication. So let's talk about pre-orders. When that actually comes in, ships on time, that is amazing. Or maybe it even ships early, which would be awesome. But that is not the reality depending on your where you're making your products and what they're making them from. Um, most likely they'll be late, let's be honest, or just on time. And the important thing there is to just keep in continuous communication with your customers. So what we do at Encircle that's been fairly successful is if we know a product's going to be late, as soon as we know, we send out an email through MailChimp. Um, we create a list. We don't sign people up to our main list, but we create a list of anybody who's ordered and basically send them an email and tell them, this is the new ship date. I'm so sorry. If you want to combine orders, you want faster shipping, we're here to help. Um, generally, we don't give discounts if the pre-order date moves. Um, but we will sometimes upgrade shipping for free or do something like that, which can be a big investment as well, right? But I'd rather keep that order rather than have somebody cut like a customer cancel because they're pissed off. And you'll generally find that most people are fairly reasonable, especially if you're making products that are unique and hard to find elsewhere. So that continuous communication loop is really important. Another thing you can do is when the product actually comes in, like take some photos of some orders getting packed and like shout outs to customers who supported you. I think that's kind of cool to do on social media um, to keep that communication flowing. Um, we have a separate pre-order section on our website. So stuff when it's on pre-order goes in that section, like a collection page, basically. Um, the customers can click on from our main navigation. Um, but we also have a new page. So when something's pre-ordered and is in stock, we move it to the new, new arrivals. Um, so my preferred platform, as you guys know, is Shopify. Um, I'm basically obsessed with them. I've been using them since uh, four years, I guess now. And I love them. I use them for retailblist.ca as well as encircle.ca and encircle.co. Um, and I just think it's a great platform for offering pre-orders. There's a lot of benefits to doing it on there. Um, and a lot of analytics um, and tracking and stuff like that. And the code is pretty easy to edit if you do want to make some modifications to your product page or you can just hire somebody off of Upwork. Um, so definitely like consider adding pre-orders to the mix for your business. The way you need to know if you have the bandwidth to do that is really to take a look at your product assortment. Like, do you have something cool coming up that you could offer um, just to an exclusive group of customers first? Um, or do you have like, a product let's say here's an example that's real life for me right now that's consistently out of stock but you know you have production coming in x number of weeks can you pre-order a certain quantity um, just to fill the gaps and not to lose customers in the interim we do that a lot at encircle because um, certain products of ours are consistently out of stock and we always have production ongoing but we just cannot keep up so nothing's worse than having a customer come to your website, land on your website, and not be able to buy anything, especially if you're doing paid traffic. It is a crime. So um, definitely consider that for your website. I think um, other situations, if you have like a limited edition product, can be cool to pre-order it. Or if you have something new that you're testing with a certain segment of customers, that can be fun too. There's lots of great options to use pre-orders. Um, so try it out on your next like product launch. So if you love this blog cast, I'd love to hear from you. Just leave me a comment. You don't have to do anything other than log in with your Twitter account. I won't post your Twitter, I promise. 
blog comments are at the bottom. If you have any questions on pre-orders or how they work, leave a comment on the blog or you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Christy Sumer. That's at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram and hit me up with a question. I'd love to help you. And if you want to check out my resource page, I have a couple of cool things going on. Um, I have a free five-day boost my sales challenge. You can sign up on the bottom of this blog post. And I also have the goal-making calculator and e-course, which I developed um, about six months ago. And it's basically a couple of Excel templates, which are super awesome for setting goals and allow you to take your revenue goals and translate them into actual traffic goals on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. Um, it's totally essential. I use it every day in my business and circles and you should use it too because focusing on your goals and monitoring and tracking against them is definitely the number one step for achieving your goals in my opinion. Anyways, thanks for tuning in and hopefully I will not talk to you guys in a month and a half. I'll be back in at least a couple of weeks. All right, take care. Talk to you soon.